want to make a podcast, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. What's up, you guys? Welcome to or back to 8020. My name is Lily. I'm your host. Thank you so much for clicking on today's episode. I have a good feeling that you're really going to like it. We are going to talk all about being that girl while working your nine to five. And although I think all of these tips and tricks and habits can be applied to any and all walks of life, this is specifically for my nine to five girls because I get you, I hear you, I see you. And I think the that girl trend kind of ignores the working gals. So we're going to talk about that today. If you have been following along with the show, you know that I recently started a new job, moved to a new city, I'm doing the 9 to 5 life, and I'm having a lot of fun with it, to be honest. I wasn't really sure what my career would look like for a very long time, and I'm very appreciative of the routine that the 9 to 5 life has brought to me. So we're going to get into the nitty gritty micro details of what that routine looks like, how I'm taking care of myself, how I'm starting my day, how I'm re-energizing and resting after work, and everything in between. But before we get into today's topic, couple life updates, couple chatty points. You guys seem to like when I do the intros, or a longer intro, or share a little bit more. I used to do all these segments, like I had... When I first started the podcast, I had a creator of the week where I shouted out like an Instagram account that I liked. I had quote of the week. I had, maybe I talked about a favorite item. I don't know. I want to bring back or start to bring back some of these segments because I think that they add obviously talking points, but maybe just more consistency into the show. But I don't want them to be basic. I think I did away with them because I was like, everybody does this kind of thing. So I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. I've been reading a book recently and it has kind of inspired today's episode and it also inspired my weekend, which I'll recap in just a second, but it's called Rhythms of Renewal by Rebecca Loyans. The subtitle tagline catchphrase, I guess that's on the cover of the book says trading stress and anxiety for a life of peace and purpose. And I saw this book on, I believe it was Tay Anita's Instagram story like a couple months ago. It was one of those things where I screenshotted the recommendation and I never did anything with it and I'm very guilty of that. I'm always on social media. I work in social media. So 
the minute that I see something inspiring, I screenshot it. And sometimes I do something with it, but more times, but more often than not, I do nothing with it. So it was one of those things that I screenshotted and did nothing with. And I was kind of thinking, okay, I'm not really feeling too stressed and I'm not really feeling too anxious. And I feel like I'm pretty peaceful and I feel like I have a purpose. So for a while, I didn't really care to read this book. And then a couple weeks ago, I started to see this book everywhere and I decided to go to Barnes and Noble. It was a random Friday night. I was really in my feels and I went to Barnes and Noble and I bought this book. And then I read the first couple pages and I immediately went on Amazon and bought the accompanying accompaniment accompanying <laughs> Rhythms for Life planner and journal 90 Days to Peace and Purpose which is the journal that goes along with the book. I'm about halfway through the book. I should be done with the book, but I've kind of been off my night routine lately, guys. I'm not going to lie to you. I have not been reading at night like I should be. I've been kind of consumed on my phone, which is not good. goes against everything that the book is about, but that's okay because we all slip up sometimes and nobody's perfect. But um, anyway, I'm about halfway through the book and I really like it. The whole premise of the book is that in order to live a peaceful and stress-free and anxious-free life, you need to have a couple different rhythms and routines in place. So one rhythm is rest, the next one is restore, the next one is connect, and then the last one is create. So the idea is that you do all four of those rhythms at some point during the day and you do different activities each week that pour into the rhythms and you do different activities each month and each quarter that help to fill your cup and connect with the people that you love and rest and restore and create. So I'm loving this book. That was kind of a vague explanation. She goes, she gets a lot deeper. Um, and then the journal that goes along with it is kind of more of an accountability thing. So every day you can choose how you plan to follow that rhythm and you can plan your morning routine, your night routine, and there's kind of a free space for a brain dump as well. So I've really been loving that book and the journal that goes along with it. And it actually inspired my entire weekend. I realized that I had not gone home since the day that I left to move to Annapolis and nothing fills my cup more than going home and seeing my dog and my parents and being by the beach. Yes, I live near the water, but it's not the beach and there's something so grounding and wholesome about the sand and the wind and the waves. So on Friday when I got off of work, I came home, I made myself a little snack. I think I did like carrots and hummus or something like that. Or maybe I had a chocolate chip cookie. I really can't remember. Or I probably did both. Like, let's be honest. And then I packed my bag. And then I checked the traffic. And it was really bad. So I hung out with my sister for like an hour and a half. And we drank kombucha. And we chatted about our days. Because that is what we do nowadays when we're both home. We literally sit in the living room. And we drink kombucha. And we shoot the shit. And it's the best thing ever. So traffic was bad. And I decided not to leave until 7 or 7.30. So I got home around 9.30 and the drive is not bad at all. But after a week of work and driving in the dark, I was exhausted. And then I woke up at about 5, 5.30 because my dog was barking. And she typically barks pretty early in the morning. And two months ago, I would have slept right through it. But because I've been on my early morning grind... I was like, okay, I'm up. 
and I went and watched the sunrise. So I wasn't mad about it. I was a little frustrated because sleeping in probably would have been really beneficial, but the sunrise was even better and it was the best, most fulfilling morning. I'm a very introverted person and I feel like I've had to kind of channel more extroverted energy now more than I have in the past two years. I feel like the last time I was this like social or extroverted, I was living in a sorority house, which took a lot out of this introvert. But um, also back then I did not have good routines like resting and restoring and all that stuff. But um, but yeah, it was good to just have like a little morning to myself. So I went to the beach, I watched the sunrise, I went to my favorite coffee shop called High Tide. It's in Fenwick and it's so yummy and they just opened for the spring and summer season so that's cool. And I got a cold brew and it was so good and then I got an acai bowl from Pablo's and then I just had a day with my mom. We went and got kombucha from Real Raw. We did shopping, we went to South Moon Under. We really did all the Ocean City things. So that was super fun. And then I hung out with my grandparents that night. And it was like the most wholesome, fulfilling weekend you could think of. And it's exactly what I needed. And it was such a good reminder that you have to take rest. And you have to do things that fill your cup back up. Or else you're just going to get burned out. Favorite of the week. We're bringing it back. We're doing it. I know it's pretty basic. It is a basic podcast segment, but I like it. I love hearing what people are loving. Gives me inspiration for things that I should go check out too. Something that I have been loving recently is the chocolate brand Midday Squares. Their chocolate is so good. It's kind of a health food. They consider themselves a functional chocolate bar. The idea is that it's like a little afternoon snack dessert situation, but it curbs hunger because it's got some good fat and a couple grams of protein in there too. I think it's like 13 grams of fat, 6 grams of protein, and maybe like 10 grams of carbs. Um, So it looks pretty good. The ingredients look pretty good too. I've been obsessed with this chocolate. My mom actually is the one who put me on it. So thanks mom, shout out to you. When I was actually packing up to head back to Annapolis after my weekend at home, she sent me back with some midday squares. So huge shout out, huge shout out to you mom. Thank you for those. Um, and I actually brought them into work today and shared them with some of my coworkers. I would definitely check them out. I think that they're in stores, like in Sprouts, maybe some Whole Foods but they are a Canadian brand, so I don't think that they're super widely available in the U.S. at the moment, Um, but they are available some stores. I don't know. I'll leave a link in the show notes and you guys can check them out, but I've been obsessed with Midday Squares. I love the peanut butter one. The almond one is good too, but honestly, the peanut butter is my favorite, and I'm not really a big chocolate and peanut butter girl, but that one is really freaking good. I guess we'll do quote of the week. Maybe I'll switch out like quote of the week and creator of the week. I don't really have anybody that I've been following really closely on Instagram, at least this week at the present moment. Um, I haven't really had time to go on my personal account, to be honest. So I don't really have a creator of the week for you, but I do have a quote of the week. And this one has been on my mind every single freaking day for the past probably like five to ten days. I feel like all the days get jumbled together now. Like, I I can't even keep track. 
I couldn't even tell you what day it is today. I've checked my phone probably like 17 times just to get the date because I cannot believe that we are this far into March already. And it was literally just January, like two seconds ago. Um, okay, so the quote is, and I don't have an attribution for this. I have no idea who said it. I think I saw it on a TikTok or maybe it came to me in a dream. I don't know, but I woke up one morning and I was like, that's it. That's the quote. Your life is not an effing group project. That's it. That's the quote. And I wrote this down in my journal this morning. If I want something, I got to work on it. Yes, a community is important. Having people to back me up, having people in my corner is a very important part of being a human. But I have to be the one to show up, punch the clock, and put in the hours. I think oftentimes when we have goals or we have good intentions or even just ideas, and this will kind of segue us into today's topic, but when we have these big dreams for our lives, it's really frustrating when maybe other people don't share that same drive or when you feel like you're slacking off, but you're the only one who could possibly pick up the slack. So when I think of the that girl trend, I at least see it in a really positive light. I think that it's cool that we have this term that we like to throw around to describe somebody working towards the best version of themselves. And I don't see anything wrong with that. I know that this trend can get taken out of context, or I don't even know if it would be out of context, but just maybe the wrong way. I know a lot of people have an issue with the that girl trend because they think that you have to, like, I, don't, I see all these TikToks and it honestly bothers me so much because you can do both. You can still be that girl and have a balanced lifestyle, even though I don't think the balance exists, but that's a whole different conversation. I don't think that every part of your life has to constantly be Instagrammable, and that's also an entirely different discussion. But I think the term that girl just kind of encompasses someone who puts themselves first, who enjoys bettering themselves, personal development, moving their bodies, fueling their, their bodies the way that, that they know makes them feel good. Um, and surrounding themselves with people who lift them up instead of tear them down. That's kind of my definition of that girl. So that is how I have written this episode, um, my, my bullet points in this episode to kind of go off of that definition. It's not someone who has like a picture-perfect Instagram or is always wearing like a cute set active outfit. It's simply just someone who is striving to be the best version of themselves. To me, that is who that girl is. And I like how people twist it sometimes and they say, this girl does X, Y, and Z because it's healthy or whatever. I like that approach to it too. Um, but I, I like the term that girl. I think it's cute. It's kind of fun and it's fun to play with. So, so that is what we're going with today. Being that girl, becoming that girl while working your nine to five. And it's not an effing group project. Never was, never is, never will be. You are the only one who can work on you. So I think that it all really starts with how you view your time and what your priorities are. And I know that it's really cliche that we all have the same 24 hours in a day. I know it, I know it, I know it. But if you are following that typical nine to five, you probably have a good chunk of your morning and a good chunk of your afternoon that could potentially be yours. Yeah, there are going to be days where you have to go in early or days where you stay late or maybe the occasional weekend if you have something to work on. Like later today, I'm probably going to work on something that I have going on tomorrow and I just didn't have enough time to, to check all the boxes in the office today so I'm going to work on it at home and that's just 
that's just life. It just is how it is. Essentially, we all have the same 24, but it's all about time management and prioritizing and balancing your goals with your work schedule. I highly recommend that everybody read the book Rhythms of Renewal because it's really helped to shift my mindset to create routines that actually make sense. Oftentimes, we see people doing these things on Instagram or TikTok or YouTube, and it's like my perfect morning routine, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that, and I'm doing all of these things, and this is what I do every single day. And as a creator, I can tell you guys, that person does not do those things every single freaking day. I posted a reel on Instagram, and it was like, wake up with me for my, or wake up with me at 5 a.m. for my 9 to 5 workday or something like that. And I did a workout. I think I, I don't know, I did a lot of things that I do on some mornings of the week, but that is not the routine. I kind of take the approach of like different days I need different things and I'm very intuitive with it. So sometimes I like to sit by the window and drink my lemon water and journal. Sometimes I like to read in bed first thing. Sometimes I like to do a workout. Other days I like to do my workout in the evening and I plan accordingly. So I think that as long as you have bits and pieces of your morning routine or even of your daily routine and you know that you're going to get them done regardless, that's kind of all that matters, right? It might take a little bit of planning ahead of time like, okay, on Wednesdays I'm going to go to an early morning workout and then on Thursdays I'm going to go to an evening workout because that works with my schedule. I'm kind of going on a tangent but I definitely think that this book Rhythms of Renewal has kind of shifted how I view routines And I think of them more as things that I need to do every day that make me feel good rather than I have to do these specific things in a specific order at a specific time of day because that's what I've been told to do. It's more of just doing them because I know that they're good for me and they're going to get done at some point during the day. So if you don't have a picture perfect routine, that's fine. Also keep in mind that when you see anything that girl related on social media, It is specifically curated for that social media moment and there are so many times when that picture perfect moment isn't picture perfect. I've actually been dealing with this a lot in my own life lately, Um, just kind of feeling like my social media maybe doesn't match up well with others, which is so weird because I've never been one to compare myself, but recently I think I've just been very critical. maybe of my socials, maybe of myself, maybe of just like random things that I'm doing or like maybe I could try harder at this, that, and the other thing. Social media for me lately has kind of been a mind fuck, so that's a lot of fun, but it's really important to remember that that clip is like 10 to 15 seconds of that person's life and it is not always photogenic, it is not always picture perfect, and the best moments, I kid you not, The best moments are never caught on camera. Think of all the times, we're totally going on a tangent, think of all the times that you are just having so much fun with your friends, you forget to pull out your phone. I was hanging out with Lexi and one of our really good friends the other day. I realized that I put my phone in my purse and when I woke up in the morning, that sounds so bad, when I woke up in the morning, I didn't know where my phone was. No, it was literally still in my purse because I was having so much fun that I just did not pull it out. And even when I got home, I didn't even pull it out and put it on the charger. Like we just went to bed and didn't even think about where my phone was because I didn't need it because I was just having that much fun. 
So I feel like that, that could be taken totally wrong. It was such an innocent night. I just totally forgot to pull out my phone because I didn't need it. I don't, I just encourage you to think about the times where you're having the most fun and think about if you actually pulled out your camera to prove that you were having fun. You probably didn't. That's just a little like tidbit piece of advice to keep in mind. Let's go ahead and get into why you guys are really here. How to be the best version of you while working your nine to five. So these are things that I've gathered over the past couple weeks. All last week, I knew that I would record this episode this week. And so anytime that I thought of something that might be helpful for you guys, I jotted it down. So I have notes in like 30 different places, I swear. And across the board, not just for podcasting, but my thoughts are just jumbled in general. I just feel like ever since I moved, I have a lot more on my plate than I used to. So I have a lot of thoughts constantly running through my brain and that's fine. I just need to organize them a little bit across the board. So maybe maybe that's a tip and a trick that I need to give myself advice on is um, just kind of place and time for all of these different, I guess, buckets of responsibility that I have um, in my new, this new version of my life, this new chapter of my life. Anyway, I digress. Um, let's go ahead and get into the tips and tricks Um, everything that you guys want to know about how to be the best version of you working a nine to five. The first thing I am going to talk about, chat about, is work food. This is something that I feel like I'm pretty okay at. I've had a lot of practice with cooking and meal prepping and planning and it's something that I actually enjoy is figuring out my food for the week and I love grocery shopping so I don't really find that to be difficult or tricky but I've definitely gotten good at cooking once and eating three times. I think that leftovers are the best thing that's ever happened since like sliced bread. Um, If you guys aren't utilizing leftovers, you are definitely doing yourself a disservice. I know that there are some people who just genuinely do not eat leftovers. I, I don't understand that lifestyle. Like I feel like it's so wasteful. I get the whole gist of like just making what you're going to eat. I think that that's fine. But if you're already cooking anyway, why not make double, triple, quadruple the servings and then freeze some of it or just put it in a Tupperware and bring it to work the next day or have it for dinner the next evening. It just saves you so much time. And how nice is it to come home and thank your past self for already cooking you dinner for the next night. I do get the response though, how do you not get bored with the same meals? And my recommendation is try like different spices, different different sauces, um, or just truly be okay with having the same meal two times in two days. <laughs> I don't know. It's like back to the whole social media thing, the what I eat in a day videos and all that kind of stuff. Like you don't have to make something new every single time you eat. It's okay to eat leftovers and I actually encourage it. And I eat pretty similar things every single week just because it's easy. You guys know that I like to keep it simple. So if you ever need simple, easy, quick meals, I actually wrote a cookbook not too long ago with my mom. We put it out about two or three months ago, and I cook from that cookbook all the time. I have it open on my countertop right now because I just finished making the chickpea salad sandwich recipe for lunch tomorrow. So if you guys want to check out the cookbook, I will have a link in the show notes. Next tip to be that girl while working your nine to five, 
is invest in some sort of movement activity, whether it's investing your time or a financial investment. I think that it's incredibly important to make movement a top priority, especially for jobs where you're at a desk all day. I am, I don't know, I feel like my job is a good mix of both. It just depends on what I have on my schedule for the day. But recently, especially this week, I've been sitting a lot and I feel it in my body. Like literally after this, I'm going to go lay on the foam roller for like 30 minutes because my back is killing me and I had to force myself to sit down and record this because I just cannot stand to sit any longer. So committing to some sort of movement activity is so important. When you put a time or a financial investment onto that commitment, it kind of helps hold you accountable a little bit. So I do recommend maybe joining a gym or going to some sort of workout class. It's also so nice to have an instructor just tell you what to do. Like you've been busy all day. You've been working. It's so cool to show up to a class at like 5.30 or 6 or 6.30 or 7, just like sometime after work and just walk in, put on your workout clothes And just do what the instructor tells you to do, get into the music, enjoy the class and not have to think about what am I going to work out today? When I go to the gym, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to set up all the equipment. I'm going to have to do this and that and the other thing. And just not having to do that is such a game changer. You just have to show up. So the next one's kind of breakfast related, even though we already talked about food. Smoothies before work, you guys. This has been my thing recently. I have been on such a smoothie kick, so I don't know if this is just a phase or if this is going to stick, but literally making a huge smoothie has been such a game changer. If you guys are kind of familiar with what I did prior to working my 9 to 5, um, I worked for myself and I was also in school online, so I had tons of flexibility when it came to my meal times, and I had tons of flexibility to cook like on site. Like I would just go down to the kitchen and be like, I'm hungry. I'm going to cook a nice big breakfast. Obviously now I don't have that flexibility. I don't really have too much time in the mornings because I'm just chronically late. Um, I mean like I'm, I get to work on time. I do, but in my mind, I'm like sprinting out the door every single day. It doesn't matter how much time I give myself. I always am leaving at the 11th hour. But this week, I've really just been loving to make a huge smoothie, like a meal in smoothie form. And it's been so freaking good. So this is what I do. I'll tell you guys what I do. Tons of spinach, couple big handfuls of spinach, a couple cucumbers, a couple pieces of celery. I do some ginger. I've been doing pineapple and mango. Some days I do blueberries instead of pineapple and mango but I like the color to be pretty. I have not been using blueberries as frequently as I have been in the past. A scoop of cachava vanilla protein powder. This is the key, you guys. Cachava protein powder is next level. You will not regret this stuff. It is a little bit pricier, but I I mean, you get what you pay for. This is a quality protein powder. Um, And then I do a scoop of collagen as well. So it's about 15 to 20 grams of protein. Sometimes I'll do a scoop of almond butter for some fat or some frozen avocado for some fat. Um, And then all the good veggies and fruit make up some good carbs. So it's a pretty well-balanced smoothie and it keeps me full for a couple hours until lunchtime. And then lunch, I typically eat a meal that I've meal prepped the night prior. So that is kind of how I do meals at work, work food. But seriously, guys, smoothies in the morning 
total game changer. I've made a smoothie highlight on my Instagram stories just so you guys can go to that highlight if you ever want smoothie inspiration. But another one of my favorites is the banana split smoothie that I make. So I do frozen pineapple, frozen banana, and frozen cherries. And then I will do a big scoop of vanilla protein powder. I'll do a little bit of almond butter and some collagen, unflavored collagen from Vital Proteins. And then I'll just do water to blend. It's so good. You guys have to try that one. This one is small but mighty. Blue light glasses are a must. Absolute must. I get the worst headaches, the worst migraines when I don't wear my blue light glasses. And I'm so much less productive if I'm not wearing my blue light glasses. So I put those on incredibly frequently. Mine are from Felix Sky. I'll link them in the show notes if you guys want to check them out. Those are kind of on the higher end. Um, of blue light glasses, but I know that there's tons of more affordable alternatives. So if I find any of those, I will also link them. This is pretty obvious, but don't forget to drink water. I have very quickly upped my coffee intake, not to the point where it's bad, but I do have a cup and a half or two cups of coffee a day so it's really important to make sure that you're drinking a lot of water i always shoot for three liters but that's just me and my body that's kind of the sweet spot that i found for myself so however much water you typically drink don't forget to do that i carry around a water bottle with me i have a big blue water bottle from target that i like to use but i also really like to be able to see what i'm drinking so I got this glass water bottle with timestamps on it from Amazon, but I put it in the dishwasher and it looks really tacky now. Like the sides are kind of coming off, like the timestamps are coming off. So I need to find a better version of that. And I also really like to drink out of glass um, instead of metal or plastic. So I'm still on the hunt for the most perfect water bottle, but one that I can see out of is what I prefer. And I also like to do lemon in my water too, just because it makes it taste pretty good and I'm a big lemon gal. The afternoon slump is very real. It's something that I struggle with around like two or three. I start to plateau and get really distracted really easily. So as the weather's gotten nicer, I started to take more walks, just kind of step outside for a little bit. Even just standing up at your desk is a great way to wake you back up again. I'm a firm believer I mean, I know this, but like we're not meant to sit all day. The human body's not supposed to sit for eight hours. So when you do, things get a little wonky. And I constantly have to remind myself to like sit up straight or roll my shoulders back, like, you know, kind of shake it out a little bit so I don't feel so stiff. So when I start to feel that afternoon slump coming on, I'm like, okay, it's time to do something different. Let's shift gears. Let's go for a walk. Let's stand up. And this is really just to reset my brain and come back more productive than I left You guys already know this. If you listen to the show, you know this. But don't forget to take rest. And I hate that I have to remind everybody of that, but hustle culture is real and we live in a busy, busy world. And even we we do it to ourselves, right? I mean, I've done it to myself this week. I've been so freaking busy, but it's so important to take rest when you need it. So know your boundaries. Make sure that you're getting like seven to nine hours of sleep. Somewhere in there is your sweet spot probably. So don't skip out on sleep and be sure that you're winding down properly at night. If I don't start to wind down by like nine o'clock, 
I get wound back up. I start to get so creative. I get all these ideas and I'm on my phone and I'm doing this and that and the other thing. And it's just, it just turns into me staying up all night, doing everything under the sun except for sleeping. So if you have a night routine that you like, even if it's just like a couple things that help you to chill out, like we talked about before, routines don't have to be this big elaborate thing, but just one or two items like reading or writing in a journal that help you de-stress and unwind for the day can honestly be life-changing. That is all I have for you guys today. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe. I post new episodes every single Thursday. You can also follow me on Instagram at lilyreiko and the podcast Instagram 8020pod. That's 8020pod. And both of those will be linked in the show notes as well. I love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we will chat soon. 